Hello, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of our PAC Politics Podcast. Our podcast is brought to you by our organization, our United Resource PAC. If you don't know, we are a tax-exempt political organization. My name is Brittany McDowell. I am many, many, many things, including the host of this podcast. And again, thank you so much for tuning in. You know, at this point in the game... um, We could talk about a lot of things, even though there really isn't anything new to talk about. Um, Obviously, if you have been keeping uh, abreast of our organization and the work that we do, we are focused on COVID-19 economic stimulus and relief. And again, we really could talk about a lot in this space, despite the fact that there is really not anything new happening at the moment. Um, But that said, there is something that is not necessarily an event that is happening. No, we have not received the passage of a new stimulus package. Um, We have not seen Republican senators demonstrate a willingness or express a willingness to agree to uh, an effective and efficient stimulus package. We have not seen um, Nancy Pelosi express, nor have we heard an expression of a willingness to kind of come down on things. Uh, we, we really haven't seen much. And so um, we, we do want to talk about something, something that is really important um, that, that, quite frankly, we really haven't talked about. And that's the fact that honesty does matter. There is a saying that perception is reality, and that extends to voters as well. You know, we're inching closer and closer to the election day, um, and it literally seems and feels as if it's uh, right around the corner. You know, I'm already having a feeling of, you know, hey, let's get it over with already. I want to see the results because I understand that we are very, very unlikely to see movement before the election. Uh, I know I said that we weren't talking about events, but I do want to kind of briefly mention here what we did hear from Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, um, over the last few days is that she basically has expressed um, a a desire to see uh, kind of negotiations progress within the next 48 hours. Um, and, And she's expressed the fact that failure to have that occur will mean that the American people will not see a stimulus package before the election. I have been saying for the longest time that um, once we had reached a certain point, it was maybe possible, but not really probable, that we would indeed see a stimulus package passed. So um, I'm not going to tell you not to be hopeful. Um, but I, I, I will say this, in previous election cycles, hope and change were the name of the game. And, and, and quite frankly, that is not uh, at play here. Hope and change isn't going to move us along. We need politicians who are actually willing to do something. Politicians who are actually willing to stimulate the economy. But that said, that's not what I'm talking about today. Today, I'm talking about the fact that honesty matters. Uh, we have not talked about this. And it is something that I briefly want to discuss on today's uh, podcast episode. Um, you know, it's, I mentioned that perception is reality and, and yes, it does extend to political candidates. And so I want to ask the question, 
who voters consider at this point or in recent times to be a, a more honest candidate? Or do they consider Vice President Joe Biden to be more honest or President Trump to be more honest? So let's jump into that. Uh, I, I'm not going to drag this episode out. So uh, let's let's go. Let's get this episode started. I have two words for you. Honest Joe. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I know that that probably offended some people, Honest Joe, but um, more likely than not, the people who would be offended by those two words are not listeners of this podcast. So, if you've listened to recent shows, I've talked about uh, how exactly we've ended up in this position of not having a stimulus package passed. And, you know, we had extended the conversation and even talked about why we are most likely um, going to remain in this position until after the election. I'm not going to rehash that out. Um, but I bring that up because in, in, in that, in those discussions, the discussion about how we've ended up here and why we were, we are more likely than not going to remain in this situation. Um, a missing piece of that equation, a, a missing part of that conversation was the fact that, how politicians are perceived by voters actually matters. Um, and there was a survey that came out the end of last month. I think it was either the 24th or 27th of last month um, by pollingreport.com. I've actually um, attached a link in the description box below so you can see it for yourself. But I, I had planned to talk about this survey earlier on, you know, closer to when it actually was released. And I'm actually glad that I didn't. Um, now, I understand that between, you know, then and now things could have changed. I have not looked at further and more current research on this actual question since the actual survey was taken. Um, and I'm pretty sure that there have been um surveys and there are data sets available but again i have just not looked at them but um at least in this moment i want i want to utilize the the um the survey that i've attached in the description box below uh in the survey voters were asked what they would say about joe biden and and also what they would say about donald trump and the gist of what voters would say about both is that they think that Joe Biden is more honest when compared to Trump. But here's the kicker. They, there are more people who were unsure of the honesty of Biden. It's kind of mind boggling when you think about it. Um, it's mind boggling because, um, how can more people be so certain that this man is more honest than the other man, but also have more people unsure of his level of honesty? Uh, again, I understand, excuse me, that that can be kind of mind boggling, but what it does kind of not 
make mind boggling for me is the fact that money, not money, much more people, I was going to say many, but then I was going to say more and kind of got combined. I'm drinking my coffee. So please allow me to have a few moments of like, woo. Um, so many more people are, uh, this, the survey does confirm for me that many more people are actually certain of how they feel about the level of honesty of Donald Trump. Um, and so that absolutely can be a good thing if you are um, a supporter of Joe Biden, uh, because you know that more people don't think that Trump is truthful. <laughs> but then again, um, even though most people agree that he is not truthful, um, that doesn't necessarily translate into an unwillingness to uh, go along with his, the flat out word that you have to use is lies, right? Um, I know that uh, especially uh, on on media mediums where, you know, people are just reporting the news, they like to say untruths or they like to kind of say words that uh, uh, kind of play Kate to both sides, you know, regardless of who's wrong. Well, you're just telling a half truth. No, like the person is telling a lie. Call a lie a lie. It is what it is, right? In the words of the president. Um, but so just because a, you know, even though the the Biden campaign could look at this information and say, oh, great, there, you know, many more people are aware that this man is clearly, you know, he's a liar. He's lied about a lot. He constantly lies about a lot. Um, they can look at that and they can say, great, we, we're, we're dealing with the liar, but they also can't assume that voters are um, against a liar. Uh, in, the, in this current political environment, um, especially when you look at the referendum um, that brought us President Trump, um, I'm not going to say that there's kind of like a disconnect from reality, but what we have from voters is we have a willingness to kind of overlook uh, what we would consider to be voter norms, societal norms, um, in order to achieve a specific thing, whether it's achieving a border wall or achieving, you know, um, uh, you know, a, a, a what they might hope would be a better stock market, whatever the, they're willing to kind of overlook things. So just because voters have expressed that they view Trump as more of a liar than they do Biden, that doesn't necessarily mean that they are automatically going to turn against Joe Biden. On the flip side, the, the Trump campaign, what they can kind of draw from this is that, well, yeah, we have more people who are certain about us, but there is a higher level of uncertainty against Joe Biden. And uncertainty is more easily manipulatable than certainty. And what is the Trump campaign prone to doing? Heck, what is lying in and of itself? It's a form of manipulation, right? So if you have a candidate who is automatically seen as more of a liar than another who, you know, has has, has used uh, tactics um, that openly are just outright manipulation. Um, when you have a situation in which they can uh, kind of play on manipulation to their advantage, don't be surprised if they try to do that. Uh, now, I, I could speculate about either things that we have seen 
um, that have uh, maybe been a result of this, or I could speculate about things to come that could be a result of this. Uh, but I I'm not going to. What I am going to say is, even though we are dealing with the term honest Joe in terms of the Biden uh, campaign, it's not necessarily a home run for the Biden campaign. Um, and the fact that President Trump is seen as a liar compared to Joe Biden is not necessarily um, detrimental to him. Uh, it's not necessarily detrimental to his base of supporters. If anything, this actually, and it's in this kind of warped reality in which we are now, um, this actually I would go so far as to say that this actually does more to benefit President Trump. The fact that he is seen as more of a liar and the fact that more people, and this is this is the key thing here, that more people are unsure of Joe Biden. Most of the people, and this is what you have to understand, there are a lot of moving pieces in this current election um, there, it's it's not everything is not cut and dry. Um, one of the things that I have heard um, supporters of President Biden openly uh, did I call him President Biden? <laughs> I've said this now twice. I think I did that in the recent episode. Um, I don't know what's going on. Who knows, right? Um, do I know something that I don't know that I know? <laughs> but um, one of the things that I've heard supporters of of vice president biden say is and and they've been honest about not all of them but a, a significant a significant sizable majority have been honest about the fact that um people aren't necessarily voting for joe biden many more people are voting against trump and so when you have a candidate who people might perceive as more people perceive as more honest, but also more people are unsure about, and they're not necessarily throwing support his way because they genuinely support him or because they genuinely are sure about him compared to the other guy, that is yet another factor here in which, um, again, this kind of whole crazy environment that we're dealing with can actually, if utilized and manipulated correctly, can be used to benefit the Trump champ the Trump campaign. Um, it's again, I I really feel like we are in in the twilight zone. Um, it's, you know, this this really a lot of things that shouldn't make sense um, do make sense. And a lot of things that should make sense absolutely do not make sense. But I, I have said this several times about many different things, but in the words of the president, it is what it is. So when you look at Vice President Biden and you look at the fact that he is, when compared to Trump, con considered to be a more honest candidate, um, I, there's really not, if if you were honest, uh, as honest as some people you know, are claiming that Joe is, um, if you were honest, you can kind of plainly see why 
he is where he is in this specific poll in, in terms of appearing to be more honest. When you look at his track record compared to Trump's track record, when you just even go so far as to simply compare the outright lies of Joe Biden, like the actual number of times and the frequency with which they occur, and compare that to Trump, it's very evident. I mentioned in a previous show as well that, uh, and I mentioned in this show, how perception is reality. But more specifically in a previous show, I mentioned that how you see things is is shaped by your experiences and what you believe. So, um, for instance, if you look at, for instance, the outright number of lies that Biden tells compared to Trump, and you see that Trump tells significantly more lies on a significantly more frequent basis, not to say that Biden doesn't lie, um, but Trump, like literally every out of every probably two to three sentences, at least one of them will probably be a lie. Um, or something about them will be a lie, right? But but for the people who are actual Trump supporters, like die hard, their perception of the actual lies is going to be different. They're gonna they're going to have a, a specific bias about the people who were telling them about the lies, the motives of people telling them lies. Uh, we are in a really polarized environment, unlike anything that anyone living today probably has ever seen. Uh, and so, um, yes, there are people who view Biden as more honest. Sorry about that. Um, but uh, this is not one of those campaigns where people who, um, where I, and I'm not going to say that, that either campaign can't really sway, uh, undecided voters, but like there really aren't many, if any left. Uh, and so, um, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not even going to say that. I'm not, not going to say that. So let, let me say this. Cause I, I caught myself before I really went on a whole nother tangent and, and I've made this go on a lot longer than I wanted to. But what I wanted to say was this, is that it's very obvious, as I pointed out, for many reasons, why more people consider Joe Biden to be a more honest candidate than Trump. That is That was not expected. What has been unexpected for people, especially when you're dealing with a candidate who literally out of every two or three sentences lies, um, it's unexpected that they'd be more people would be unsure of the other candidate um that they would question biden's level of honesty as a candidate compared to someone who most people agree lies and is the author of confusion right um you know i'm i i'm just gonna say this i'm a christian woman and i've said that before i have i will never hide and not say that i'm like i'm a christian if you have a problem and don't want to listen to my podcast don't. Um, but I will say that the, you know, the Bible does talk about how God is not the author of confusion. And I'm just gonna say that we have a political candidate who is like the main author of confusion. And I'm going to leave that alone. But anywho, so um, it's, it's crazy how you can have a candidate who again, is absolutely the author of confusion. But it's also just as equally crazy that people don't really jump to trust 
or, or they do jump to a, a significant more people jump to trust the other candidate, but you also have more people who were unsure about that candidate. And we have to question, and this is what I don't have an answer to. This is what the actual parties have to, the actual campaigns have to ask themselves. Is our voters like this, especially Biden's campaign? They have to ask themselves, are voters feeling like this? Are they more unsure of Biden because of this environment and because it's unlike anything that they've really ever seen before and because things are just really crazy? Um, or is it actually because of the, the candidate himself? Uh, is it because of his track record? Is it because of his presentation? What is it? What is it? And this is important for both campaigns because you cannot address a problem unless you admit that it's a problem and you are willing and able to see that it's a problem. For the Biden campaign, they have to see this as a problem because um, if they want to overcome that level of unsurety, I don't, I don't think that's a word, but if they want to overcome the unsure levels, uh, the levels of unsureness, unsurety <laughs> that, that voters have about their candidate, they have to know what specifically they need to target, right? And then for the other campaign, for the Trump campaign, if they want to do what they are very, very good at, which is deflect and project, if they want to um, master manipulate as they have quite honestly, I, I don't, I don't want to say wonderfully as if I like endorse it, but they have projected and, and just, uh, almost done magic with their level of manipulation and, and projection and, and a whole bunch of other things with their campaign all through the years. Uh, but they have to look and they have to say, okay, well, if we want to optimize our effectiveness as a campaign, how can we exploit that? I'm pretty sure that they've already calculated. If, if they, you know, in some ways, I might say that, you know, they have done some things that may infer that they have kind of um, targeted certain aspects of uh, the the unsure level that people have about Biden's honesty as a candidate. Um, but I don't think that they've kind of done it to maximum capacity. Um, you know, maybe they've been so busy with putting out other fires with their candidate that they really haven't had a chance to exploit. To the credit of Biden or to the credit of just kind of this weird environment in which we are or to the credit of, you know, uh, Trump himself for kind of burning his own house down. Right. So anywho, there are a lot of unanswered questions. Um, and, and I just, you know, again, I, I wanted to talk about this. I know this might have seemed kind of like a rambling show today, but this was important because, again, I've talked about before how we've ended up here and how we are likely to remain here. Uh, and if you had listened to those conversations, you would know that it all boils down to people essentially fighting for uh, their political, their personal political capital. At this point, it's not even party political capital. It's pretty much all personal political capital at this point before the election, right? Um, and as they go on to do that, it becomes every man for himself and even with it being this every man for himself, dog eat dog kind of fight, um, as we move closer to the election, which is this main, uh, this this main kind of a checkpoint that we're moving towards, um, we need to kind of know 
what to expect you know what what can we expect on obviously this 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 survey happened the end of last month so is this is it even assumed that voters are still here in this space no um you can consider recent political events and you know you can kind of make assumptions about where they might be and again i absolutely believe that data is out there that is more uh current than this data set uh but um, I just haven't, I just haven't accessed it yet, but anywho, I'm rambling. Uh, hopefully this was kind of thought provoking to you, um, regardless of what side of the aisle you fall on. Um, yes, Joe is seen as more honest, but voters quite frankly are more unsure of him as a candidate and that could hurt him. Uh, especially if the Trump campaign manipulates it like they've manipulated everything else and they've done so masterfully, masterfully. Uh, but it could also help him if he is able to pinpoint the problem and target it to deliver concise and pre, uh, precise uh, kind of rectification to the issue. So uh, that's all I have to say about that. It's fall, and you know what that means, right? <laughs> you can find us on Facebook. No, I know that fall and Facebook have nothing to do with each other, but they both start with the letter F. So, according to my logic, perfect time to tell you about finding us on Facebook since it is fall. Isn't that exceptional logic? By my point of view, it is. Anywho, in the description box below, you'll find a link to our Facebook page. Check us out. If you like us, like our page, we'll be more than glad to have you. Again, find us on Facebook. Look in the description box below for the link. This is Brittany. Just wanted to shoot you a quick reminder. Look in the description box of this episode and you can find a link to our website. On our website, you can find our latest blog posts. You can find our contact information. If you even want to make a contribution, you can go over there and do that as well. You can find out the policies we are looking at and targeting as an organization. You know, I say all the time that we are a tax exempt political organization. If you want to know more about that, again, go on over to our website, our-pack.com, where you can find out everything you want to know. You can do everything you want to do. We will gladly, gladly, gladly welcome you on our website with open arms. Again, check out our website in the description box below. All right, guys. So thank you for tuning in to this Monday episode of our Pack Politics podcast. Uh, I want you to keep in mind that uh, as the title of this episode suggests, honesty matters. And it matters for not just good reasons, but for potentially bad reasons such as manipulation as well. So keep that in mind as we inch forward towards the election day of our country. Um, I mentioned earlier, I'm ready to just get it over with. The anticipation of kind of seeing what's going to happen is, is it's 
not quite killing me, but almost, um, especially with the understanding that I have regarding um, the fact that what we get regarding a stimulus package, because we are more likely than not not going to see uh, stimulus before the election, what we see in the form of stimulus is heavily dependent upon the election and its results. So, uh, you know, we've talked about different scenarios about, you know, who retains the House, who retains the Senate, uh, or doesn't retain it, as well as who assumes or retains the presidency, and kind of the implications that can have on a stimulus package. Um, and again, there's really only one optimal kind of uh, combination. I'm not going to rehash that, uh, but I will say hopefully that's what we end up with, because if we don't, um, chances are that the stimulus that we end up with will not be sufficient if we are lucky to see one at all. So that said, stay safe, wear your hazmat suits. I hope that you are paying attention. Uh, I know that a lot of people are getting COVID fatigue. Uh, We're tired of being at home. We're tired of working at home. If you have kids, I know you love them, but you're tired of seeing them all the damn time. Uh, I, I know look I don't have kids so uh I I don't I don't know about that (laughs) but uh hopefully one day right but first I have to find Mr. Wright but anywho so where he has to find me uh anywho um anywho right that's another subject for another day so uh wear your hazmat suit stay safe and uh have a good one and I will see you on Wednesday on our pack politics podcast my name is Brittany McDowell and again thank you so much for listening enjoy the rest of your day bye-bye